Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. I'm getting an update from Rupert Resources, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol RUP, and on the OTCQX under the symbol RUPRF, chatting with Thomas Creedlin, Head of Corporate Development. Now, Rupert Resources, we have a lot to talk about, including a updated resource estimate that is now over 4 million ounces, as well as one of the larger drill programs going on this year at 30,000 meters, focused a lot more on discovery and growth. So a lot for us to talk about here, Thomas. Let's start off with the updated resource that was announced back in November of last year. The Ickery deposit is now slightly over 4 million ounces, mostly in the indicated category. 96% of that in the indicated category. One thing to note is that this Ickery area was discovered back in the middle of 2020. So in under four years, you're up to 4 million ounces. Take us through this resource, Thomas, now that you have over 4 million ounces, again, in mostly indicated category. Hi, Corey. Well, thanks for having us back. We love the, love the show. And, um, you know, you've been a, lot, you know, a good supporter of us over the years. I think it's been a year since our last, you know, our last conversation. So, I mean, a lot's happened since then. So as you point out, yeah, 4 million ounces published in November and 96% in the indicated category at a grade which is probably two times the average open pit grade for, you know, globally. So it's a very high quality deposit. And, you know, I think the, the thing that, you know, strikes you about Hickory is um, that we've got to this kind of 4 million ounces and 96% indicated on, on about 110, 111,000 metres of drilling. So, you know, it's maybe, um, you know, a quarter of, the amount of drilling that you know compared to some other other sort of similar size you know world-class deposits so um i think that's that speaks to really to the sort of ge- geological continuity of the deposit and and how robust the deposit is is it uh, geologically so you know again we spent a lot of last winter's drilling season doing these kind of infill this infill drilling together with sort of a lot of you know you know met drilling and also sort of you know hydrological drilling so a lot of those kind of things that you need to be able to move the the project forward and, and and maintain the sort of critical path so that was really the bulk of what we did last year and so you know mindful as well that you know this is only you know Icarus almost you know it's coming up to its fourth fourth anniversary in terms of its discovery you know we we still believe that we're in the middle of a of a of a, of a new gold camp so you look at the you know the comparative age of its sort of commercial exploration in in this part of Finland compared to some of the other big gold camps in the world you know you're looking at maybe you know four or five years of commercial exploration versus almost 100 in some of these other um other jurisdictions such as the Abyssinia or west, or west africa so um we're in, in, in pretty good shape now this ikari deposits on the rupert lapland project in finland we've talked a lot about finland over the last little bit because of companies moving projects forward there Look, I'll post a link to the news section where everyone can read over the news for that updated resource estimate. Let's talk about this year, though, because this year, 30,000 meters of drilling sounds like shifting more into growth for the resource and also new discovery. Take us through the strategy this year for this ongoing 30,000 meter program. Yeah, I mean, I think really outside of Ikari, we, you know, the the rest of the license is, is still, you know, relatively um, underexplored. We, we we think the the ground immediately adjoining Ikari is is probably the, some of the most prospective ground. We've got a a 15 kilometer regional trend, which is evidenced by this sort of uh, regional geophysical anomaly, which is why the license shape is the way it is. 
which is pegged way back in um, in 2010. So it was the first really big piece of ground to be pegged in the in the area. We discovered Ikari really by um, it was the sixth the sixth thing we we drilled, and we uh, our approach was really to to give each target 1500 meters, and then if it didn't immediately um, come together, we would move on to the next thing. So you know, in, in finding Ikari, we also um, created this inventory of um, of kind of uh, other exploration targets and now we're, we're sort of circling back on some of these things over the over this winter so um again you know the really the sort of main targeting strategy we relied on this we call base of till drilling so um really a, a sort of near surface geochemical anomaly um and so on what we've what we've kind of found with the last few uh you know in the Heine south in particular which is the thing we've just uh we published the results we published a couple of weeks ago was that that didn't have a particularly strong base of till anomaly which is why we didn't really follow up on it and um, you know, again, we're on to the next generation of, of you know, high, you know, highly prospective um, gold targets, and you know, high in the south is evidence of one of those things. It's one of the first things we drilled, but you know, it didn't it didn't come together immediately. But but you know, if, if you can if you can be drilling things, you know, sort of two meters of over, you know, five hundred grams, then you know, you're you're onto something good, I think. So this drilling in the Haina South area or this Haina South extension. Is that resource-focused drilling because you have drilled here before, or would we still classify this very much as early-stage exploration slash discovery drilling? Well, you've got a kilometer of strike, and it's really just finding the it's finding kind of areas zones which have have sort of mineralized widths that you can build tons of. So, I think you know you you could probably you could get to a resource very quickly at um, Haina South. You know, again, we have we have um, another sort of satellite deposit at Haina Central, which is again. Um, north of Ikari, but again, you need a critical mass of these kind of things, these satellites, to really to be able to, to be able to include them in your mine plan. Um, but yes, no, certainly, if you if you you know if you start to get sort of uh, you know economic widths at these types of um, types of target, then you can you can certainly build resources very quickly. And I think you know we've obviously got ninety percent, ninety six percent of our our Ikari resource in the indicator category, but you know our inferred resource and our you know and our and sort of additional you know, reserves of the future will probably come from, um, you know, come from come from these satellites. So again, it, it's probably it's probably trying to get some of these things into the inferred category. You know, after after a season or two, and that you know that again really you know that will push you know hopefully push Ikari beyond you know this the five the the, minute, the magical five million ounces, which is really what you would term a sort of tier one type discovery. What about this other new gold occurrence that's ten kilometers east of Ikari? That's some of the more recent news that we've received. Any more insights that you can give us here in terms of drilling this area? Yeah, I think it's it's you know relatively you know immature in terms of um, in terms of its um, you know wh- where we are with our understanding of it. I mean, we have this fifteen kilometer trend to go at. We have a lot more coverage in terms of um, uh, base of till um, immediately adjacent to Ikari. But yes, you have this fifteen kilometer trend. You have uh, evidence of the same basin sediments that you that that, that host host Ikari. And you're really looking for some of the other, um, other, uh, you know, other, other, other components of the of the Ikari mineralization along this 15-kilometer structure. But, but certainly you've got, um, you know, the right, the right kind of host rocks and the right sort of setting to find uh, other, other, other large deposits. So again, you know, that's something. Those those targets to the east, we can um, we can drill in the summer season. So again, they're probably not not a priority for the next the next few weeks. But you know, the the kind of core. You know the 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 the, 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 the you know the, you know our most important drilling season is really the you know uh, the months of between January and um, 
January through the end of April, where we can really access some of the sort of swampier areas, you know, which is where, you know, like, you know, like Hickory. So that's really the focus for the next, uh, the next, you know, couple of months. So just in summary for this year's drill program, approximately how many targets or different areas are going to be drilled? I mean, I think the focus is very much around this, you know, areas immediately, you know, immediately adjacent to Hickory and, and sort of things which uh, you would, you know, consider, consider, consider satellites. Um, we have a rolling, you know, inventory of say four to six, uh, four to six targets, and for the, you know, the four, the four are things that we know about already, and then we've always, we've always got to be prepared to, to be able to pivot to things which, uh, you know, that, that come up along the way. So, you know, it's always so often it's the two you don't know about at the beginning of the season that you get that you can get most excited about. So, I would say four to six. You know, again, we'll we'll, we'll apply the same methodology we always have, which is to give each each of these targets, you know, an initial. 1500 meters and then if and if they deserve more drilling then we'll we'll follow up but you know very um very disciplined and systematic and i think you know we're very you know we are quite excited about you know what we've what we've drilled at um behind the south and that will be the you know that's our probably our target of immediate focus i think there's also opportunities as well to expand the mineralized envelope at Ikari. so we've uh, again we've we've really only drill the sort of the sort of upper extensions there so again if there's a sort of plunge component or or a depth extension that's also something we plan to drill over this winter as well okay now for this thirty thousand meter program what's the budget and approximately how much cash does rupert resources have well we're very well funded to kind of uh to, to execute this program this winter end of november we had over 40 million dollars canadian cash so again that that really funds us through this winter's, you know, key exploration program and, and through um, our, P, our PFS, which we'll be completing in um, 2024. So again, we'll, you know, we're very well funded. We, we, we you know, we're, we're very lucky in that regard. So, um, you know, I think that I think that sort of, you know, no 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 expectation that we'll be, re, you know, returning to the market for to fund uh, to fund exploration in the next uh, in the next in the next few months. So again, you know, we 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 have some sort of we have some sort of discretion in terms of when we, when we, you know, when we would need to, re, you know, to, to refinance. But again, um, you know, we're we're well we're well funded through this winter's expiration and and, and through uh, PFS. All right, let's talk about Finland in general, especially from an exploration front, because there is quite a bit of action going on in Finland. We've seen a couple more exploration junior companies combine. We've also seen other drill programs undertaken. However, Rupert Resources really is kind of the leader, especially in terms of resource growth over the past, let's call it three years at Ickery. What can you tell us about the environment here of interested majors, interested larger players in Finland, either in Rupert or in any other exploration place? I suppose the uh, you know the main you know you shouldn't just look at uh, Finland as a as a as a gold district you know obviously you have two big um, base metals you know discovery you know, one one big base metals mine the Kibitsa mine which is owned by Boliden sort of twenty kilometers from the Rupert license and then you have Anglo Americans enormous polymetallic Sakati discovery as well but in terms of what we see for for the gold explorers yeah yes that you know we're we, you know we always draw our, draw the map of Central Lapland with our, with ourselves in the middle. But um, you know, certainly we're seeing um, some of the senior producers more active um, from an exploration standpoint. You know, Kinross have JVs with our neighbour Orion Resources. For the first time, we've also seen Agnico. First time in a while, we've seen Agnico pick up pick up ground in uh, exploration ground in 
in central Lapland as well. So um, through um, deal with uh, Firefox, but they've also been just um, picking up expiration, uh, you know, expiration, you know, being putting in ex- applications for expiration ground as well. So you're seeing, you know, more increased activity from Agnico. You know, B2 invested in the region through their JV with Orion. So again, but I'd say, you know, the reason for, for Rupert's success is we're probably spending a lot more you know, a lot more on exploration than some of these other groups. So it's our, you know, we're fully focused on this region. There's no other, we're not having to allocate exploration dollars to other projects elsewhere in the world. So, you know, and we've got, we think we've got quite good at it. So, um, you know, I think after, after sort of holding costs and, uh, and licensing costs, you then, you know, if you don't have a decent sized program, there isn't much to spend on, on drilling. So I think that's really been, um, that's been an advantage we have. And we've, and we've moved, we've, you know, our team is, and, you know, it's all based in uh, the Tanis and Ankula. So we were able to, we, you know, we, we explore year round. We had a very good, um, we were able to operate the whole way through COVID lockdown, which was a big, a big advantage for us because we had good, good rig availability and we were able to cover a lot of ground at that point. But I think, you know, what we're, what we're fan, finding now, and I think some of the targeting we're doing, you know, it's some of these targets are not based on, you know, expensive, uh, expensive geophysics or, uh, or sort of geochemical surveys we're starting to generate targets now based on our own proprietary interpretation of the geology so i think that sets us you know that sets us up pretty well and that's you know that's um that's something that we've you know obviously acquired you know through trial and error and uh and success over the last couple of years all right so yeah this year much more focused on exploration Thirty thousand meter drill program thomas keep me up to date on how this drilling is progressing and when you start to get some drill results out anybody listening if you have some follow-up questions for Thomas or the team over at Rupert Resources, please email me. I'll get those addressed for you. So Thomas, thank you very much for this update. We'll chat again soon. Corey, thank you. Speak soon.